0: It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. now. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the National Award-winning Family Radio Talk Show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. I am Shana, and I welcome you to a new episode of our show. Now, we aim to offer high-quality and professional news talk in a very congested industry. Now, if this is your very first time tuning in, we gladly welcome you. Do note that you can listen in again at your convenience. Simply visit LTAradio.com. Again, that's LTAradio.com. Podcast episodes are available 24 hours a day. We present versatile content for a modern listening base. And we present exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics with the leading experts and advocates out there. Many are celebrity guests and all join us to offer information. We continue to cover issues that impact you, such as the latest in health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, and pop culture. Now, do connect with us on social media. We are out there and we will follow back. Of course, you can find our numerous uh, social media outlets by visiting our website. Again, that website link is ltaradio.com. Get connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and so much more. Our featured conversations engage and keep you informed. Well, let's go. Every couple or duo has ups and downs, but when is it arguing at a point of no return? Well, the spotlight is on relationships in this episode. Dr. John Hubber, clinical forensic psychologist, joins us to share tips on how to keep your relationship on the right track and helpful tips to get a broken bond back on track. Listen here. Now, everyone, we will take a quick break in our interview with the one and only Dr. John Hubber. Is up next. Stay with us. You are listening to the National Award-winning program. Let's talk America with host Shayna Thornton.
1: Tired of going from store to store wasting gas just to attempt to find the perfect neckwear accessory for the special guy in your life? Well, TNN Bowties and Apparel has made it quite simple and convenient with a wide selection of quality and affordable bow ties online. You're bound to find the perfect item for any guy in your life with TNN bow ties and apparel. We do offer adorable bow ties for young boys, including infants. Don't waste your time standing in long lines. Shop with TNN bow ties and apparel for exclusive deals. Visit TNBowties.com. Again, that's TNBowties.com where style meets purpose. Listeners of
2: Let's Talk America, guess what? Well, you may have already known this, but a new study reveals that arguing with your partner is actually bad for your health. That's right, I said it, okay. Well, we've all heard that every couple has its issues, but when is it normal and when does it start to become unhealthy? I am no expert, but right now we're honored to have Dr. John Hubber on. He is the Chairman for Mainstream Mental Health. It's a nonprofit organization that brings lasting and positive change to the lives of individuals that suffer from mental health issues. Do know that Dr. Huber is a clinical forensic psychologist and uh, he has been in practice for a number of years. He's worked with so many patients He's here with us today. Welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Shannon.
2: Okay, Dr. Heber, let's get right into it. Now, yes. like I said at the top of the segment, you know, hey, you've been in a relationship for maybe four months, four years, maybe 25 years, but everyone that knows real couples knows that you're going to have a disagreement, Well at least if you're communicating with each other, you will, right? But when does it start to become something we should be interested in changing if the bickering and fussing becomes too much?
1: Well, what, what we do know is that, that when couples live together and they're bickering all the time, that your body is reacting to that physiologically, much like a type A personality goes to work and they're, they're the workaholics and their bodies are reacting to that. You have an increased risk for hypertension or high blood pressure. It increases your risk for strokes, for heart attacks. But at the same time, you're going through that. It is sitting there and slowly... Uh, tapping away at that, that stone we call life. And if you keep tapping at it long enough, it's going to start falling apart. And what it's doing, it's, it's putting up cholesterol throughout your whole body. It's uh, having you gain weight in in hard-to-lose places and places that actually increase risk for heart attack and stroke. So it becomes a compounding issue. And what we do know is that, that if you are living in this kind of relationship, you are cutting your life short. You're, you are doomed to have some sort of chronic disorder that is going to be debilitating, probably end up with long hospital stays towards the end of your life and things like that, versus versus a couple that learns to say, okay, we can disagree, but when we disagree, we're not going to fight and yell about it. We're going to sit down and talk about it. And that's something I do with not only my own wife and my marriage, but I try to teach to my patients as we're going through their problems.
2: You know, and I think the issue to me now, you're a medical, you've worked with so many different clients, but it sounds like it's a communication problem. Now, since... I'm saying it's a communication problem, and I hope you agree. But does it depend on the personality type? Because you know, and I, just as well as I do, Dr. Huber, that there are certain people who will argue that the sky is not blue <laughs> when it's blue and the sun is shining. And it's almost who they are. They seem to be naturally wired to be like that. I mean, so if someone's in a relationship with that type of person, but they're in love, what would you suggest?
1: <laughs> well, I remind everybody that, that marriages are a contract. And it's something you have to always work on, whether just like a company who gets, say, a, a, a soda contract with Pepsi or Coca-Cola, you always have to nurture okay. that relationship. And just because you have it and the Justice Beast signed off on it doesn't mean that you, have, you can stop working on that relationship. It's a lifelong commitment to working with those people. And then I go back and remind them that 50% of marriages end in divorce. What that means, the other oh, 50% wow. end in death. And you want to have a little more control over how that death part happens, right? So so uh, make sure that when you communicate with your spouse, which you're exactly right, it is 99% a communication problem. That other 1%, that personality type, you know, you, you are attracted to that personality type. There was something about that that made you yeah. want to be involved in that. So there there may be some internal issues you can have that we need to deal with. But you can't change the other okay. person, so the only thing you can do is work on yourself.
2: I see. I mean, and that sounds hopeful, right? I mean, you're not saying it's the end of the relationship because maybe someone's in a rut, if you will. And, and you know, just as well as I do, that a lot of relationships and marriages can go through seasons, right? There'll be patches that can be rough, and then there are patches where you're like, wow, this is amazing. we never had an argument or a disagreement. But I think if you identify there is a problem to do something about it, right? And, and perhaps seek some sort of help to kind of work through it?
1: Absolutely. And what, what that help usually means is let's go to a marriage counselor or let's go okay. to a psychologist or another therapist. It doesn't mean you're going there because you have this, you know, broken personality or something's wrong yeah. like that. It's there. And, and I, if they're worth their salt, the first thing they're going to do is start looking at your communication styles. Start okay. looking at how you talk. And you know, you need to have some ground rules and it's difficult to do that sometimes because we start getting heated emotionally and we want to just let the other side have it. But that, all that does is, is end up with more bickering. Whereas if you really want to work through the problem, stop. Okay. Neither one of us can handle it or I can't handle it right now, or you're getting emotional right now. When we can talk rationally, we need to continue talking about this situation. That doesn't mean just end it right there. It means OK, let's come back. It's five o'clock now. Let's come back at seven o'clock and we'll see if we can do this again. And you keep talking okay. at that point until somebody's voice starts getting a little loud. You say, OK, let's take a break. Let's back yeah. off. And, and it's difficult and it's hard to do at first, especially if all your historical relationships were always, a, you know, you had that yelling and screaming and bickering yeah. part. You know, a lot of people think that that is part of a relationship. It absolutely does not have to be and shouldn't be because, you know, that that's that should be an extreme one off. Like, okay, maybe twice in the last 15 years you have yelled at each other kind of thing. You know, it, it should not be yelling constantly because you're not communicating at that point.
2: You know, let's talk about uh, parents or guardians uh, that fuss a lot. I think that probably is very common in a lot of households throughout the world today, and I think likely it always has been. And those little kids grow up, and they become adults, and they get in relationships. And to the point you just made, they often repeat the behavior, or they accept the behavior because perhaps right. they saw mom and dad do it. How important is it for us, obviously, to communicate with our partners and spouses to make sure we're on point with that? because we want the relationship to thrive. But when the kids are looking, I mean, do you suggest if there's a disagreement to take it away from the kids or, I mean, let kids see that we are real, we are vulnerable and we're gonna have disagreements? What do you advise?
1: Well, I think what what, what we do today is we, we protect our kids too much. And, and if you are in okay. a loving relationship with your partner, you should sit there, sit there, and demonstrate an appropriate way to work through that I disagreement, see. and and role modeling that. And and I step back here, and I think you know we, we tell our kids lots of things, okay, but they actually hear what we do.
2: Okay. Yes.
1: So if we're telling them do X, Y, and Z, and then you do the opposite, okay. they're going to learn the opposite. They're going to learn what you're doing, not what you're saying.
2: Wow. So. And, and, and so, I think that's important. For all kids, right? I mean, because I sometimes hear Absolutely. people will say well, it's important what we show our girls, but I want to say this, being a boy mom, that it's just as critical to make sure our young men are seeing ways of how to communicate and behave in a healthy relationship, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we got this big thing now, oh, masculinity is kind of bad. Well, actually, it's not. Masculinity doesn't mean you're a jerk. It doesn't mean you're, okay. you're controlling and powerful. It means... You are a masculine person. You're not afraid of who you are. You can make decisions, but you are doing it thoughtfully, and they need good role models. Because, again, they don't hear what we tell them. They hear what we do.
2: Wow, that that is so key. Now, okay, everything you're saying is great. It's on point. It sounds practical to me. But real life couples are listening to us right now about you and they think that's great. But they don't know how I've struggled financially to keep things in order, and the person keeps messing up the money. Or they're saying, I know the school is best for my daughter, but he is not listening. I mean, what do you say for those people that's saying? But when you're in it, it's much much tougher, and you know that being a person, you're self-married.
1: Absolutely. And and working with multiple couples over the years and things like that. And, and you know, people are, are, are not spending money wisely, things like that, and you're struggling with money. You know, you've got a, a bigger problem to sit down and look with and work with. And one of the problems is that in our society today, in our education today, they don't even teach kids how to balance a bank account, let alone how to manage or balance a, a household. And you need some education that way. And, you know, there are, believe it or not, if you go to your local public library, just about every province and town in this country and multiple around the world, they have programs where they have people who come in and teach you how to do these things. And it wow. shouldn't be. It should be something that that we're taught in school as part of, of our, our rigor and one of the things that we often do as parents is, well, we don't want our kids worrying about money and things like that. So we don't teach them anything about money. They don't worry about it. And then when they get money, they have no idea what to do with it. So um, I think we need to step back, look at your kids, introduce information to them about money in an age appropriate way. Just don't give them an allowance 20 bucks or whatever here, get out of my way. And then they go blow it all. five minutes later. You know, you want to sit down and say, okay, you know, I'm going to give you some money for lunch this week. Okay, look at how important money is. Here's what we do with this money. Lay out and show them where your money gets spent. And in doing so, you're going to start logging and paying more attention to where your money goes. So if, if part of our job now is not just to raise kids who are respectful and kind and loving and nurturing, but all of a sudden they can manage a household, we're going to manage our own home better because we're going to pay more attention to it.
2: Wow. It starts at home. And like you're saying, we have to make sure we're acting out the concepts we're teaching our children and not just tell them. He is based in Austin, Texas. We're talking right now to clinical forensic psychologist, Dr. John Huber. Dr. Huber, before you leave us, there is someone right now thinking, okay, you're right, arguing is bad for you, but... They're like, maybe that's the opposite of what they're having with their partner. She or he won't argue at all. They won't even communicate because they shut down emotionally. And for that person right now listening to us in Brooklyn, New York, they're saying, but I'd rather an argument to know that he or she at least cares. What would be your response to someone who's not getting any sort of communication?
1: Well, it, it, it's broken down and, and the relationship is in, in jeopardy at that point. If you're not getting okay. any feedback from that individual and you need you need to get some help, professional help. And, of course, you know, I see it all the time. One spouse is desperate because they, they, they see it. Finally, they see what's going on. The other one saw it years ago, had no skills and just shut down. And now they're ready to just walk away. Um, you you want to get before to that before that point and there's lots of things that can happen and one of them though is you need to get help
2: period. Get the help that you deserve and need and for the person uh, though who is saying you know but he or she is saying, we're fine, we're healthy, maybe they saw a father or a mother do the same thing and they stayed together for 25, 30 years, so maybe they're thinking, this is how I'm coping with it, what would you say?
1: Well, I I remind them life is very short. And for us to live our life in a sort of um, self-encased prison or jail uh, is not a way that we want to teach our kids to live. So, is this? You know, you learned it from your family. Do you want to teach your kids to do this? No. Uh, wow. Step back. Realize that that there is a better way to do things. You may not have the skills. You may not know about it. Uh, but that's where you go and get help. And sometimes it may mean you need to go sit down and talk to to your minister, to your church. Uh, remember though that that there, there's a lot of dogma associated with that, and some of the things that you're doing right now may be because of what you've learned in church. And uh, sometimes the Bible is not always meant to be used literally. You know, um, we need to look at what is available to us and realize that, that we're in a world that, that our God has given us techniques and training and skills for us to use, so let's use them. Uh, don't be afraid to go past that. Situation Go past your, your minister or your church if you're really struggling, but that may be a very good place to start. Chances are your minister knows some therapists, knows some people who deal with marriage and family issues, and move forward with that. Uh, oftentimes, it, it's a it's a bigger relationship problem that you want to bring into yeah. a, a church relationship situation. You know, you don't maybe want to know that, or want your minister to know that, that you or your partner or your spouse may have had Uh, affairs or may may be having things in the bedroom go on that are kind of personal and might keep you from going to church because you're going to be looking at this person every week who knows about your intimacy with your partner. Um, So, you know, oftentimes communication is the starting point, but there's a lot of underlying things that may have happened along the way that shut that communication down. And we have exercises. I have my my clients go on – homework dates where they have an objective and I tell them what to do and they have very strict rules about what they can tell the other person before the okay. wow. before the day and things like that. And and some of them are really fun. Some of them include things like uh, uh, the partners handcuffing themselves together and leaving the keys at home and <laughs> going out on a date. Now that requires planning because you know if you go to the mall you see those family restaurant restrooms. Well that that takes care of that situation if you're at the mall. But if you're at grocery store. What do you do? You know, how do you plan? You have to communicate. Hey, you know, believe it or not, you know, we've had, you know, a couple of sodas sitting here at the table and I'm starting to feel like, you know, pretty soon we're going to have to take a break here. Okay. So you have to start communicating long before you normally do. You also have to remember that there was something about that person that attracted you day one that said, Hey, I want to, I want to know this person. And you used to look at that person that way. But you've gotten so inundated with bills, with stress from work, stress from children, that you gloss over those things, and you look at this person now as almost a, a tool to use to get through your day. Okay, this, you know, I do cooking in my house, so okay, we can't eat until Daddy gets here. You know, it's like, what do you mean? You know, you guys know how to cook. You're not, you know, <laughs> incapable. If I'm working late, it doesn't mean everybody has to sit and wait. And- sit at the table with being empty, you know, get up and do something about it. So pay attention to those things, learn to re-evaluate your partner. And what I mean by that is go back and think about those things that attracted you to them that first day, that first date and start looking for those things again. And I bet you, you're going to find them. How do you do that? Well, again, I give homework assignments to my couples, And it's really interesting. I try to make it fun and exciting and a little bit risky uh, so that, you know, when they're out in public, they're having to challenge themselves. I mean, think about handcuffed to somebody and you're trying to eat dinner. You know, you go for your salad and their salad goes flying across the table. You know, (laughs) so all of a sudden you have to slow down and pay attention to the person you're with.
2: I see. That's important. I mean, so it tells you that progress is real, but you have to be open to it and seek the help. Uh, that's available in so many different outlets. So, real talk for real people. It's the big money question uh, before we wrap up, Dr. Huber. Is it ever too late to turn the course around, right? I mean, I know we talked about people that shut down and don't even communicate, or I mean, whatever it is out there that real couples are dealing with around the globe. Is there ever a point where it's too late, in your professional opinion?
1: Well, n- never say never is kind of my rule, and never use absolutes. Uh, it may look, in fact, I've had couples that walk in and I thought, oh, this is going to, you know, they're, they're, they've almost got this down and they end up in a divorce. And I've seen couples that have filed for the divorce and two years later, they're still back together and they've they canceled all the divorce paperwork in the courts. And, you know, so it is, it, it, it's really difficult to say is, is this relationship done with, because if the people there's something still inside them that still loves that partner, they're going to, with the help of a professional, be able to go through and make those connections and pull that back out and make that the focus of their life. So wow. it's, it's very important. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You go to a dentist when your teeth are hurting. Why wouldn't you go to a professional when your relationships are hurting you?
2: Wow, and something worth fighting for. Dr. John Huber, always uh, an honor to have you on. Clinical uh, Forensic Psychologist out of Texas, always uh, excited to have you back. And we're going to have to have you back on again. Tell our listeners where they can find you and find out more information. And I know you talk about more than just relationships. You talk about the whole gamut of mental and emotional health for the individual and family dynamics.
1: Yes, definitely. The best way to get us is to follow us at our website, which is mainstreammentalhealth.org and uh, an easier way if you have a hard time remembering that because it is kind of long is DrPsycho.org. That's D-R-P-S-Y-C-H-O. It'll take you to the same website and uh, it is a starting place for all your things. It's not diagnostic. You don't go there and get a diagnosis or anything like that. You can also, we have uh, uh, several blogs out there. Uh, basically tied into the Mental Health News Radio Network, but it is Mainstream Mental Health Radio, and uh, I I encourage everyone to go listen. We've got several hundred out there all over on iTunes and all these others. We've, We've recorded multiple over the years from uh, APA presidents, politicians, businessmen, uh, even porn stars and and theologians. We 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 talk to anybody because life is all about that interaction between behavior and our brain, which is psychology. Wow,
2: I always enjoy chatting with you. Okay, thank you for your time.
1: Awesome, thank you so much. Have a great show.
0: Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost visit boldfavormagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Well, everyone, it is Shana, and I hope you enjoyed this very timely segment dealing with relationships. Now, stay with us for versatile news talk throughout the entire year. Remember to visit LTAradio.com to listen to any part of this show again. We offer digital media for your busy lifestyle. Okay, stay connected, okay? We're going to have another episode coming out very soon. If you want to know more about any subject out there you think of it, we are sure to cover it. Visit the website for additional information, and I wish you and yours an awesome week. Talk to you soon, everyone. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton.